Hey everybody, it's Josh here, and I just wanted to take a quick minute before the show gets started to just tell everyone that's listening, thank you. Any way in any manner in which you consume this, whether it's downloading, listening on YouTube, liking our Instagram posts, following us on there, going to the website and clicking it. However, that mechanism is that you choose to consume the content that we produce. I just wanted to say thanks. And on behalf of myself, obviously, and everyone here at Game Rage, we all thank you because knowing that you're out there and you're listening. And if we can just entertain one person, then really that makes all the blood, sweat, tears, everything we put into this worth it. And I know I'm sounding like a martyr right now, but I just wanted to show our appreciation, I suppose. And also to, you know, just remind everyone to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Game Rage Magazine and to follow us on Twitter and X or slash X at Game Rage Mag. And to also visit our website, www.gameragemagazine.com. And again, thank you from everyone here and myself at Game Rage from the bottom of our hearts. We thank you for listening. Welcome to the dumbest smart guy podcast on the planet. This is the Central Unintelligence Podcast. Yep. All right. Fuck it. Do it live. Hopefully that's not copyrighted. Anyways, welcome to episode number four of the Central Unintelligence Podcast. And as usual, I'm one of your hosts. My name is Josh. I'm also here today with Frank. I'm also here with Adam. Howdy. And uh, we had a few things to talk about today, uh, one of which is we wanted to discuss the uh, current psyops that are going on right now, um, yeah. particularly the the one that we started talking about a little bit last night on one of our other uh, podcasts, but then we decided to save it for this, is the... I guess the, the proper term would be military e-girl. Uh, Milita- yes. Military, psyop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's happening where... <laughs> you would already be suspicious of that, right? Like you as a human being would right. be thinking this is very strange yes and now having having been around people that are interested in that type of thing like the military-esque whatever in my experience there's not been a lot of attractive females uh not, not not a ton right i mean yes there's always there's always a few however it's all. It seems like goddamn near every single one of them is just like the hottest chick you've ever seen in your life, on on these on like the TikTok or the Instagram or whatever. And they're all. I, I don't. I don't understand when this became allowed, but they're just like in their fucking Humvees, just fucking you know, uh, having their video recording, and they're just making memes and shit. And I'm just. I just think, goddamn, if I. I'm glad that I that this technology did not exist when I you was an 18 year old. Oh, I, fucking me and Frank would have both fucking been at the door. We were already, you know, heavily considering it. But 
then that would have been the thing that pushed us over the edge. I'm sure we would have been like, yep, uh, we we have a, a possibility of uh, get, getting big titty goth girlfriends <laughs> by joining the, the army. Oh, hell yeah. Let's sign up for that shit. But I I do think that especially nowadays, there is a very lonely aspect of a lot of these young kids, right? I don't know if it's because necessarily this whole post-COVID thing and everybody uh, was... Stop being nice. They're fucking simps. I mean, yeah, you're right. I, I, I do think they're simps. But hey, wait a minute. Say something again. One, two, three. I'm not hearing you. Yeah, I'm not hearing you. Oh. It's not plugged in all the way. Oh, that is the same plugged in at all. <laughs> <sighs> wow. Fucking real professional. All right, now talk, Frank. It's amateur fucking hour. Oh, yeah, there we go. Now we can hear him. All right, so anyways, uh, yeah, yeah. There is a... I do think that there is a real aspect of this this sympitude or whatever you want to call it in society now where it's, it's almost... It's almost expected. And I don't know if COVID fucking hurt that and made it more prominent in this younger Gen Z type, whatever they're called, Zoomer generation. I do feel like a lot of them are generally just simping in general. But like I said, I I, I am glad that this did not exist because not that I would have been simping, but it, it was a good recruiting tool in general to just be, you know, to just get people to join up. Oh, yeah, man. I, I have a chance to, to you know, maybe hang out with some, some of these hot ladies. Oh, how many? There's got to be. They're all over Instagram and TikTok. There's got to be hundreds or thousands of them in here when really... That's probably literally all the they minority. got. Is 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 the the ones that are on Instagram? That that's it. Those I'm are not, the only ones. Nah, I'm not saying you know. that. I don't want to say that because <clears throat> we don't know. We've never really been. In... The fuck is that? Is that a shadow helicopter? <laughs> I mean, it's loud. I could hear it in the headphones. I mean. We literally start talking about psyops, and and I listen. I'm not saying that we're being monitored or anything. Okay, there's no way. But that is pretty fucking ridiculous. So, anyways, yeah. What what do you think about? Because because another thing too is it's not just the U. It's not just us. It's not just you know the the U.S. military that that does this. I was researching because you know I just kind of wanted to know more about it, and you know. I mean, I guess look at hot ladies, but also I wanted to be able to talk about it tonight in in depth. And so one of the things that I found is that the Israeli defense force is is very much they need bodies heavily. Well, here's the thing, though. Military service in Israel is compulsory. So, yeah, you do it every you do it as soon as you turn three years. Right. So, yeah. So it's it's like they don't need to really recruit because everybody's required to do it. So even the female, everyone, male and female. After your service is done. I mean, it could be also, yeah, maybe that. Maybe it's for retention. But and the one thing too, man, literally the Israeli ones, ah, dude, every single one of them is the hottest chick I've ever seen in my life. It, it, it's ridiculous. Wait, I, can I, yeah, go ahead. testing one, two, three. Okay, I just want to check to see if my mic's working too. Yeah, yeah, your, yours is on. Okay, I, I've been hearing you. So that to me, that's that's crazy. That it's it's. There are definitely some you look at them on the Israeli one. And you're like, oh yeah, that chick for sure works in Mossad. Like she would probably roll me up into a pretzel and murder me if we ever met in real life. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know the the simp factor. Just kind of, I don't know. It blows my mind. I don't. I don't get it. 
I, I don't know. What do you think, Adam? What's, what's your about what? What's your take on on the 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 whole using? I I feel like using this as a as a recruiting tool. I, I think guess. it's more effective than using traditional ads for because that shit does. I don't think it works. Like I. I don't, I don't think I've ever considered joining like the army or mm-hmm. the Marines because I'm like, uh, I'll never be that fit. Like, <laughs> cause, you know, it's like the few, the proud. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm not one of those people. <laughs> but uh, I think it's a very strong. It's that parasocial shit, dude. Mm. It's like, oh, you feel a little bit of a connection to them. Maybe it's not real or maybe it maybe yeah. you feel like it's real. But for them to go on TikTok and you're able to interact with them, like, ah, ha, 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 doing fucking, um, I don't know what exercises or PT they do, yeah. like, but they're talking about really specific exercises that you would do once you're enlisted and all that shit. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I fucking do that. Ha, ha, ha. Like, you know, you're, you're all invested in that way. And then maybe you pass it off to a buddy. Hey, maybe you should join the military or like yeah. you should check out this chick or whatever and then like and before you know it you have five new recruits <laughs> i mean that's true and so the one that we saw last night that we specifically specifically started this conversation i, I don't want to like i don't want to say her name or anything because i don't know what legalities are involved but i would imagine it's fine to say but I, you know whatever so I, I was specifically looking at, at hers and I, I looked at the history because she's like a literal meme. So they, you know, that know your meme thing, they have like a literal history of her whole deal. And she start she actually started posting on 4chan, which I thought was interesting because that, that is, that is that's interesting. interesting. That is an interesting demographic to target. Right. And I to me, the only reason you would target that demographic is because you need you need people that are computer savvy. You need some you're you're looking for some hackers. You're looking for some shit like that, right? Maybe you'll get lucky and three or four of them will go, oh fuck, man. I'm, I think I'm gonna join up and get into yeah, the, the cyber warfare she, division. Yeah. You know, but okay, so one of the things that she was posting on there, which I thought it was funny, is she's posting pictures of her inside this fucking it's like one of those striker armored vehicles. And she she literally posts why can't you just take and mount a 120 millimeter cannon on a striker vehicle? Because uh, we all know that tanks are basically just useless and everyone has, uh, you know, air to ground missiles now. So why don't we just put it on these vehicles and it'll make them faster and blah, blah. And I was like, wait a minute. 120 millimeter cannon is fucking huge. Not to mention. That's where you already lost, dude. You're already thinking about it. And you're like, <laughs> is that what happened? You're engaged? She got me? Yeah. She, yeah. Because you're like, oh, you already got you, dude. Like, the fact that you're thinking about the video and, like, or even just her argument right. itself, you just, that's how you lock, they lock you in. It's like a salesman, right? The, the longer they keep your door open, the the, the more likely they'll, able, they, they'll be able to close a sale. I guess you're right. Because then, I, as I was thinking about it, I, you know, I then started looking up the uh, payload capacity of a striker armored vehicle. And then I started looking at the, what the weight of a 120 millimeter cannon was and the battery of ammo that we required to, to make it an effective fighting. For and then I'm like, well, shit. Now I've looked at the technical schematics for striker vehicles. Now, now I probably know more than the assholes who are supposed to be working on them. And I was like, god damn, I might as well just go enlist right now. <laughs> so, shit, you're right. Maybe that did. Maybe that. Maybe that is. Maybe that is exactly what their fucking whole plan is. And then, anyways, but later on, it came out that she is that, that that's her job. She was a psychological warfare specialist or something. That that's like that's like what her job was. And it's crazy because 
you know, the type of job that she was portraying. And that's one thing. She never says what her actual job was during the whole time she was making these videos. She's just inside a Humvee, inside of this, inside of that. And I think she was in an, a helicopter one time. And you're thinking like, I was just thinking, man. She didn't have fuck? her rank on her. Yeah, she, was a spe- she is a specialist. That was her rank. It's like an E3 or E2, E2 and a half, like, I guess, technically. That's right, because right, corporals. It's, a, it's the off branch of corporal. Yeah. It's like, you know. Right, right. Yeah, the military has these weird branches where you can be either this rank or this rank. They're both the same rank, they're just one's more specialized. Yeah, it's like a technical expert in yeah. something, but anyways. So I, I still don't know what a warrant officer is. Yeah, th- those those are tricky, man. I, I don't know. And every branch uses it differently too, which is weird. Mm. So, anyways, but back to this. Well, I'm gonna say though. <laughs> You do realize that this podcast is pretty much the byproduct of a psyop. Oh yeah, I mean, de- definitely. Our <clears throat> one of our biggest motivations for this was a YouTube channel called "By the Fat Electrician." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Big guy, check out his channel. He's probably hypnotizing you. And he did a video about that chick too. Him and a bunch of fucking gun tubers. And I tried looking it up to show it to you guys. I can't find it anywhere now. So since it came out that she's a, you know, that's her job or yeah. whatever, it, they've scrubbed it from the internet, essentially. My thing is saying, like, because that guy started off doing the cheapest of the cheap of TikToks. Mm-hmm. Just him and a poorly made green screen. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. He, he It took him a while to upgrade and upgrade and get to where he's at right now. So yeah. I be- he came up naturally, so I don't believe he's a psyop. Uh-huh. Man, but that's exactly <laughs> what they want you to believe, right? right? So I don't know, but uh, he's retired military, mm-hmm. and like he doesn't put out on a regular. Like he tries to, but he like you know he's all got family life and stuff. So like there's all these little clues that say they know he's not. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm but I'm now wondering is like demolition ranch, fucking Kentucky ballistics, all of them are they fucking are they fucking not become have become psyop shit too? I. It's possible, man. I think I think it is possible for sure. Like, you look at the history of the U.S. like during World War II, when cartoons were being made into propaganda at some point, right? Like, oh yeah, definitely. Like Bugs Bunny like fighting Hitler or Daffy like yeah, like those guys like or even movies, right? Yeah, movies Germans were doing the exact same thing. Like so, maybe it's. It's one media, and then it's like another one that now it's the game has changed, <laughs> as one would put it. Uh, so now social media is the game, TikTok is the thing to do. Right? Is it funny that we're using TikTok against China? In what way? That I mean, let's be honest. Like they're using it to like <coughs> de-evolve us. Oh, and then we're using it to recruit people to go be ready to fight. Oh, oh yeah. I guess. Apparently, yeah, I mean, allegedly TikTok over there is educational. Yeah, they they teach people how to do like the, the like educational. The, things. the creator and CEO of TikTok has said that he would never allow his children to use it. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, 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 I guess I get it. You know that TikTok or whatever that that's the new medium. Everybody has a short attention span. Everything's got to be curated, like you know we talked about before. Yeah, six seconds or less, right? That's the attention span that that most people can hold. And well, funny because they're running. That's joke, it. They're running joke right now is that Elon Musk is going to bring back uh, 
Vine. <laughs> nine seconds, baby. Man, nine fucking seconds. That's that's fucking. That's three more than I need. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, what? Uh, so so yeah, I do think that you're right. I do. There is a pretty decent possibility that some of those channels are for sure. You know, psyops or getting some kind of government, getting like some that. kind of kickback from the whoever, some black project to to be. Oh man, just so pro America and so everything. Fuck yeah! Right. All these weapons that are like, uh, yeah, to test all those weapons is to get psyched, people psyched up. Like, fuck yeah, I want to use a, uh, fuck, I don't know. What's, what's a popular gun? AR 15. Yes. Yeah. Say like a, like an AR 15. Um, is that, is that, is that like kind of like the standard issue gun that you would get in them? Well, no, it's like it's a, it's a civilian version. Yeah. It's like the civilian version of the, was that, yeah. The M4. Yeah. Is that, is that a handgun? No, no, the M4 is a rifle. <clears throat> we used to use the M9 as our pistol, but now it's the uh, six hour whatever. Yeah, I don't like that one. But anyways, but yeah, no, you're right. It could be to to do that and get people, you know, in the mindset of going and doing it. But so by that same token, remember we were watching the, again the electrician. Mm-hmm. He exposes. He he talks about psyops all the time too. Remember right. He, he well, he's talk- talking about the one with the milk one. That and um, he did one on um, mini drones. Uh-huh. It's like a drone you can carry in your backpack. Uh-huh. There's two versions: the small one and the big one. The small one you can carry in your backpack, and it can take out most vehicles. Uh-huh. It's a suicidal drone, and then there's the big one that can take out tanks and shit like that. Hmm. And that one's a lot bigger. You can't carry it. <clears throat> and so he goes in deep on the side on that one. He starts talking about, huh? Are you to tell me that the U.S. government went to a bunch of video game developers, told them, hey, this is the shit we're trying to make. And then, because Call of Duty had those drones way before. Right, yeah. <clears throat> you know, there were kill, uh, kill streaks. Yeah. Goes, huh? No, there's no way that the government would have done that. It's not like they would have put in an easily con- easily maneuverable control system. Like, you know, controller. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not like you could play Modern Warfare on your phone or a tablet that looks exactly like the tablet that they used to control said drone for 15 plus years now. I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that is true. I do think that... Oh, okay. Even if you look back to World War II, I mean, the, the shape of a grenade, the whole reason they came up with the shape of the, the pineapple the, grenade the, the, or the, 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 the... Yeah, the, the circle grenade was just because it's like everybody knew how to throw, throw a baseball back then. So they made it shaped like a baseball so everyone could... Anyone could just pick it up and be able to easily throw it and hit generally hit a target as opposed to what like what if- well okay so like if you look at like the germans they use like the stick grenade where it's Those it's just sweet. like a long stick yeah, yeah, yeah they look sweet yeah but i mean trying to throw Try, a back fucking- in your head throwing a tomahawk versus <clears throat> throwing a baseball which one are you yeah, the baseball make the baseball one makes sense. right and and they did it for obviously ease of use so that when they had obviously there was a draft so you're gonna give guys literally six weeks of fucking training and if you already know how to do a lot of the shit you're gonna be doing that's that's an interesting Think you posit because it's like the grenades, their form 
was for the function of like right the people around it like so yeah for the u.s it makes sense to make it a baseball because right because everyone back then in the 40s and 30s they all grew up, everybody grew up playing baseball so i don't know if anybody's like if everybody in german is like an olympic athlete but to have the stick like i don't know what that would be like the javelin throw like yeah maybe i don't know yeah i don't don't know what a one-to-one comparison but like well i know for at least america we we have chosen over the years to provide more functionality and build our shit to our citizens essentially as opposed to just saying okay we're gonna come up with this fucking weird ass fucking idea and then see what happens you know as opposed to it's funny that you say that though too Mm -hmm. because you know we were talking about baseball well later on in the war uh, not the World War Two, but in later on, later wars, they tried the same idea, but with football. Since you know, more Americans were trying to play football right, than yeah. baseball, and so they tried making a fucking Nerf football grenade. They hollowed out a Nerf ball, filled it with explosions, and like, here I'll show you the photo. Of it. It's fucking the dumbest shit ever. Yeah, it literally is a Nerf football with like. It a mortar cool. tip yeah. on the front of it. It's but it's, it, didn't, it didn't it didn't work out as planned because they required you to hit a target for it to explode. Where the grenade, you just throw that bitch and yeah, it explodes on its own. Yeah. yeah. Plus, again, I don't know. I think I think the the baseball is it's. I mean, it fits in your hand better. You Dude, know. What do you, what do you think it feels like to get hit by shrapnel? Because that shit looked like it hurts. Oh yeah, I'm sure it does. Well, it's literally fucking jagged pieces of metal flying at you at a high rate of speed. I don't know what the exact, you know, no, speed funny. is, but... <clears throat> uh, I was watching a video from the Backyard Scientist. Mm-hmm. So he did an experiment saying if you were uh, equal parts away from the grenade, let's say, I think it was five feet, uh-huh. if you were on the on here surface or underwater, which one gives you the best chance of survival? What do you think? Wait, I feel like being we, a, like on like in on land gives you a better chance of survival. What, what was the question? If you're five feet away from a grenade and you take cover, like no, now you take cover. You're here's a grenade. You lay down like this. You know the least exposure of yourself. You lay down, <coughs> like on uh, like fell, flat on your stomach, right? And your feet towards the grenade. Your feet towards. Okay. You're five feet away from it. In one scenario, you're underwater. In the other scenario, you're on land. Which one gives you the better chance of survival? Wouldn't it be the water because of the the surface? Um, the, like it would disperse the the velocity of it. Well, I, I think, yeah, it would stop the shrapnel. But I feel like the concussive force but travels it, better. It underwater. amplifies the concussive oh, force. Right. The I didn't even think about that. Because that's actually what fuck gets you. It's the concussion, concussion from force. a grenade. That's actually what killed you. The, the shrapnel is just to get people outside the range of the concussion right. force. That's to just fuck people up and <clears throat> disable them. But the concussive force of the grenade is actually that that like collapses your lungs and like crushes your organs. That's actually what kills you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Granted, you can be killed obviously by the shrapnel, but that concussion is what that that fucking gets you. That's that's. So yeah, so the experiment show that yeah, if you're underwater, yeah, you're gonna survive the shrapnel. But the fucking concussive force is gonna get you. Mm. Where the guy on land, you have like a one in twenty chance of getting hit by the shrapnel. You know what's funny? Do you guys remember that video of the Beirut explosion? Oh yeah, the yeah. nuclear yeah, like, yeah. plant or whatever. I, I, don't, I actually I don't know if it was. It was a fireworks or an ammo dump or something, right? Yeah, it was something weird. It looked like a fucking. But the guy capturing it, yeah, dude, he was. Oh. I don't I don't know how far he was away from 
not far enough. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, but he, he was on a jet ski. And as soon as he saw, good for him for like recognizing that, like, as soon as the explosion started to happen, he fucking went straight into the water. And he had a camera still, so like he captured everything. And I don't think he, I don't know if he, I don't think he got a concussion or anything like and that. See, but I he, think was, he was close enough too. Yeah, I think it's different if the explosion originates outside of the water yeah. as opposed to it originating in the water yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because I've seen videos of that where there, it was like the dude, I think it's like the most common one is the dude in the apartment building that's yeah, you know, down that. the street yeah. or whatever. And. It fucks up the whole. I mean, it fucks up everything. That just the you see it, and then the light, and then you're like, oh shit, and then he's just like off. You can hear him just basically <laughs> just going, like, oh fuck. He's like, like yeah. oh fucking whatever language in in Beirutian or whatever the fuck they speak. And he just fucking oh, like and it hits it hits him, man, and it like it fucking breaks all the windows and fucking. Yeah, that shit was wild, man. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, it's funny. I was watching the Joe Rogan podcast, uh-huh. and yeah, I forgot who the guest was. Uh, they're talking about the nuclear explosion and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Do you know all the footage we have of it from the fifties is fake? Yeah, I mean, because I, I think I asked Adam. Yeah, we talked. We talked about this the other day. We were talking about that where it was like, "What the fuck happened to the cameras? Like, yeah. how did the cameras survive, but the capture- building gets destroyed? Yeah, the building gets blown up, and but the like, stick that was holding the camera is totally fine, not even shaking. You know. And then on top of that, they're saying, "Oh, look at the house! As soon as the wave hits, a car appears out of nowhere and then gets destroyed with the building." Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting because, yeah, obviously it had to have been fake. So then it makes you wonder what's it really fucking look like. You know, I mean, we don't have any. I don't. Way more terrifying than you could imagine. I mean, for the love of God, oh, dude, yeah. it fucking it hit it hit Japan so hard it fucking burnt shadows into concrete. You know, you know what's wild? So there was, there was this anime. It's not that Fireflies thing. Grave the Fireflies. Yeah, it's some other movie that is about. The bombings, mm-hmm. and they show the blast, and like it's it's so fucked up because there's like people evaporating, and, like their eyes are falling out, their skins burning, like oh, they're, they're, like they're it's the wildest shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, but it, for the people to have suffered that effect, because they're doing the whole like they're in the initial white radius, what they call it. You're not you're dead before you knew what happened, mm-hmm. so you're you're not feeling any of that. Honestly, the people who suffer the most are the people in the uh, those are the green circle, the fallout. Mm. Those are the guys that have twelve dicks and four eyes. <laughs> well, anyways, like what what ends up happening, or somebody like adds on to the the video that I was watching because I was just kind of like watching the ten minute clip of the after the after effect of yeah. like the, the blast and shit because there's people just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Like, there's no food, there's no water, and they're just trying to figure out how they're going to survive. And apparently, like, there was mutant people. Like, they're all fucked up. Yeah. I mean, they were going to die at some point. But, you know, there's there were people that survived that were close enough to the blast radius that they had, like, physical deformities. And Japan <laughs> itself, like, shunned those people. Like, they ostracized them. And they were looked down upon, even though, like, they have no reason to. Because yeah. they, they were just... It's not victim, their fault. They were yeah. victims themselves. So I was like, oh, man, that's fucked up. Like... <laughs> That is fucked up. Like they're fucking lepers, dude. I mean, I think they're the only nation that comes close to Canada when it comes to war atrocities. Yeah. <clears throat> what, well, what, what happened with Canada? They're a walking, talking genocide, dude. They, uh, they either they have two modes. Unreasonably unapologetic, walking genocide. <clears throat> For in like what what's a specific example? Uh as far as war crimes go, there's 
it's it's a joke for the war crime joke, but they they just have a, a reputation of being vicious in warfare. But the genocide part is what they did to the genesis, indig- indigenous indigenous people. people. Yeah, like like the Iroquois and shit, like in, mm-hmm. in the Midwest or all across Canada, dude. Um, there was a time where people where Canada was being developed. And it was they couldn't go a month without finding mass fucking graves. Mm. They found one with over ninety thousand corpses. It's like, hey, in the U.S., uh, well, actually, no, we did it too. Not, <laughs> I was gonna say. not to their level, though. Not to their level. I was they, gonna say, like, hey, at least we just displaced them. I'm like, nah, we actually, no, nah, we, we killed we, the we, fuck we, out we, of them we, too, we, man. We, I mean, I didn't personally do it, but hey, but we gave them land, we gave them, we we gave them benefits and shit. Yeah, Canada, they pretend, they like to pretend that doesn't happen. You know, for being so apologetic, you'd think they would just fucking be tripping over their dicks to fucking be like, oh, I'm sorry. Hey, here, take all this fucking gold and fucking yeah. land. Oh, hey, come on, buddy. I wonder how they treat them over there. Like, do they have their that own I don't reserved know. Uh, areas or lands? Are they considered like an... Well, look at... Cause, a, cause look called, at a, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, because here in the U.S., you're considered your own nation. As yeah, a, they're as a sovereign. Native. Yeah, they, they're, they're, the rules are different. That's why you can fucking do gambling. That's why there's all that shit's allowed on there. Reservations? Yeah, on the reservations is because they're, they're basically their own independent nations. So they can do whatever the fuck they want. And essentially, no one can stop them. So... They're yeah. also my uh, shit. No, never mind. I'll save that for another time. But I was gonna say, like, I have a relative that lives out in like the in that area. area, yeah. And they're trying to. I think they're trying to push for like the water to to retain like most of the water that goes through, through that them. area because mm. they want to like they kind of want to turn that area to like Las Vegas. Wow. Oh. You know, to have more people gamble right, and yeah. do all that shit. But yeah, I don't want. I don't know how to say this without. I don't know. I'm not. I, I'm just gonna say, like, Native Americans have become very powerful. Yeah, no, they have. I, I can. I can tell you. Just, they, they've been influencing our yeah. local politics with like. Oh, hundred percent. The there was I mean, cancel culture is help, is helping them a lot too. Like the proposition stuff with um, the gambling one, they were pushing oh, yeah. hard against um, having gambling, online gambling. The because they want people it. to come. Yeah, they want people to go to their casinos to gamble and shit. And that was one of the things that personally, like I get it, right? I, I understand that historically, yeah. in my no. opinion. Oh, and I was just saying the whole thing about the <clears throat> online gambling it just reminded me of the Simpsons when Homer was desperate for money. He's like, "Hello, Vegas." I want hundred dollars on red. Don't. <laughs> All right, I'll send you the check. <laughs> like, yeah, that's it, funny. it really is that simple to yeah. lose money if you were if we had online gambling. Yeah, absolutely, it is, and and I understand the 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 natives Americans try like their tribal they they want to maintain that monopoly in, in, at least here in in our state and the states that don't allow gambling <laughs> because that's how they make their money, you know. Idiots like us go there and fucking throw a few bucks. Throw, throw some bucks away. If if you go and you spend a hundred bucks, oh cool. Well, there's sixty thousand people rolling through on a weekend spending. You're doing the same thing, spending a hundred bucks plus people that do even more. And as we all know, with gambling, the house always wins. That there's no, there's no. If you may get lucky once or twice, but at the end of the day, 
those those organizations make millions, if not billions, of dollars. Now forget on top of that. Now because everything's computerized, mm-hmm. they, oh yeah, they easily say, "Oh no, that was a computer error. We don't have to pay you out." Right. I mean, yeah. Slot. I feel like slot machines are just a straight up scam. Uh, just because it's all it's all computer generated. So why wouldn't they just have the thing never fucking pay out? Why would you or or pay out once every. <laughs> 5,000 spins or whatever, let's say, it'll, right? It'll pay out $100 for every, like, 5,000 they make. Yeah. Um, also, <clears throat> and this isn't the case for every tribe, I imagine, because mm-hmm. I know there's other tribes that don't have it nearly as good as... Oh, yeah. Like the... Some of those the ones... San Manuel Yeah, San Manuel, Saboba, they're, you know, the Chipang- Pachanga, um, is the other one. They... They they have certain privileges that uh, we don't personally have, which is like, I think they have like free healthcare or something, or they can go to college for free if they yeah. wanted to. But uh, I feel like the reason that they stuck to gambling is because it's the, I don't know if it's the easiest, but it's like one of the few things that they do where they don't feel disenfranchised. And obviously they fucking killed it because they're making a lot of money, but yeah. Yeah. Um, all this to say that. <laughs> Um, for all the injustices that, and not to say that it's been a one-to-one, um, exchange for all the suffering that they got, like that they've gotten everything they want, they've wanted out of the U S government to, to feel like they got retribution or whatever. Um, but they, they, they haven't done bad for themselves either. (laughs) Like, no, currently. Yeah. I mean, they're doing pretty all right. Most of them. And, and that's where I say too, I I get where they were coming from with not wanting the online gambling. But to me, a native American should want to be the most American, right? Have the most freedoms and all that's because, you know, they got fucked back in the day and now cool. They came up and now they have more freedoms than technically the rest of us. If you, if you really actually look at it. So, they should theoretically want to, you know, spread the freedom, right? And everybody, everybody should have this freedom that the, to, to be of the land and blah 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 and all that, right? Not, oh no, man, we we don't want you to be able to gamble online because we want you to make, we wanted you to come here and gamble. We don't want you, we, we want you to fucking come here and give us your money, you know, not go to some on, online asshole and gamble. And I I don't know, I I just think yeah, it, it's kind of disingenuous of them to be so against it. It's saying oh, it's going to create all of this. Because that was the whole thing that they were they were funding the campaign of like, oh, it's going to disenfranchise us. No, that no, not even that. It was it was going to say oh, it's going to create such a, a gambling problem in 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 our in our state. And I was like, you guys are the only assholes that are that are allowed to gamble. So any current gambling problems that we have, you are because of you. Yeah, you and now it. you are going to say that. Oh, you're the arbiter. Yes, of, of yes, gambling. Yes, like, like, you are the <laughs> arbiter. Arbiter of like fucking. Uh, moral decisions or whatever it right. might be like you're telling us that when you are the ones that enabled all this digit all this degenerate gambling <laughs> to happen yeah, yeah i yeah I so it, it just it just kind of fucking rubbed me the wrong way man it I'm, did too I, yeah. like yeah it definitely did rub me so i way. when i voted i literally voted in favor of allowing the online gambling just because well fuck you guys man and they wrote i mean they wrote this whole fucking diatribe about it was like a three-page thing on the in the little <clears> pamphlet <throat> and then the one that was like to vote yes to or I, whatever because you know how they fuck it up all the time and they they make it voting yes actually means you want to ban it and voting no means yes you want to have it and it's like jesus christ you, can't you read, just make this simple you read it dude i swear to god like sometimes you read those propositions yeah, exactly <clears throat> what you said 
you read it and you're like, wait, am I voting <laughs> to ban this? Yeah, or, or like, am I voting to allow it? I don't fucking really understand sometimes. Yeah. And it's because they fucking word it so confusing. But literally theirs was was like three pages. It was huge. And then the the one that was to vote to allow it literally just said, oh, yeah, man, it's going to create a lot of money. It's going to fund a lot of education. That, that's bullshit. And that's it. That's and that, that's what I said. That's bullshit. I don't believe that one. Uh, that it goes to taxes. To Yeah, like the that they would siphon that money to it's like it would be 10% like whatever the amount they said that was going to yeah. come from that tax like i would say it's probably going to be like oh they're going to do the the bare, bare minimum yeah. say like oh yeah we donated 1 million dollars to fucking like 30 su- yeah. 30 schools in southern california and in reality what they actually earned was like a fucking oh, hundred, a hundred million or some shit. Yeah. And they only donated a million of yeah, it. Yeah, but so. we're like, oh, we, but we did it. We did it. We we did it. And look, yeah. guys, look at this. Ah, we're cool guys. But anyways, that's. I know we kind of got sidetracked with the uh, gambling, yeah, the gambling. But uh, <laughs> Native Americans. But yeah, the. Well, I mean, I, I didn't they, know they are I, also the reason why we don't have. We're no longer energy dependent or um, reliant since they blocked all the fucking oil pipelines. <laughs> Well, yeah, that was, well, they didn't block it. They just fucking influenced it. Well, they influenced the, because they didn't influence the the other side of the, of the fence. The other side of the fence that, that wanted it, approved it, and said, oh, that yeah, this Canada? happened. That was Canada, like the Native American, like. Well, yeah, so Canada, well, well it was every, it was Canada, and it was here. So. They were, we're going we're to get a pipeline from Canada, the Keystone Pipeline from Canada to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was going to make, it was going to make gas fucking like $2 <laughs> a gallon, like yeah. super fucking cheap. And so the, the, the guy who was the president at the time that this went through said, fuck yeah, approve it, good to go, right? And then his replacement the came first in, thing he did in fucking office. And the first thing he did was just delete it. And it was I don't I don't understand why, because now gas is creeping. I mean, it's back up to almost fucking five dollars a gallon. It's even higher than five dollars a gallon in, in some areas around here. Yeah. And all you had to do was just let this fucking pipeline go through, which I mean, so I, I get so what, man? It's it's even if it is going through a couple of areas that are that are land that was belonging to whoever which i'm not even fully convinced that that was a legitimate thing what what if it was something where they whoever was uh creating the pipeline mm-hmm. would just pay out like yeah they, 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 didn't pay, want, they didn't want money that was the whole thing that that was the deal that they kind of had made even though they didn't want the money was they had like paid them out and said okay we're gonna just give you like for a lifetime yeah like, to, uh here's <clears throat> x amount of dollars for the land that you lost and like what you could have done I mean, with they it, with, like, even, development like, they're not even losing the land the pipeline was gonna be like 100 feet on the ground yeah and then they were gonna get like a residual or something for you know, every month for fucking however much gas it pumped or some shit. You yeah, know, like they, or showed, oil or they showed a f- uh, photo of another pipeline. Um, it showed the land before and after, and like afterwards, because of all the work they did into it, the land was actually looked better. Mm. There was more fauna. Uh, is it flora or fauna? I think it's for plants. I think, I think it's, it's fauna? flora. Fauna, flora. I don't know, but there was way more plants. There was more life because they were, they essentially because they were turning the dirt and all that shit. They actually made the land more fertile. Mm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is an issue if one of the pipes breaks, 
yeah, the, if it leaks, it's, it's problematic. It's problematic, but at the same time, right now, if we would have had that line, we probably could have supplied the world with oil and cut out fucking Russia. Because oh yeah, that's true. Our pipe, that pipeline would have. Uh, I think they were saying it was like five hundred million gallons, like whatever it would be able to provide us per day. And the U.S. uses three hundred million. We would have had a surplus like none, none, none other. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, meanwhile, now we have essentially we're depleted still, our we're, fucking. We're still paying reserves. Russia for. Oil. I, thought, I thought it was that we don't use ours because Biden uh, started selling it to China. I thought. Yeah, we if started we do, if, selling it. If we sell it, because our our is like more quality stuff. I think we sell it to other countries. It was meant to be saved, and then, and then we buy it back from other countries because it's cheaper. No, the oil we had up there was meant for an emergency. If the entire nation needed oil, we had it. That's all. That's the whole purpose of the Alaskan oil fields. We did right, not I'm, sell it. It was all meant to be reserved. Yeah, so okay, so our current strategic petroleum reserve is at 346 million barrels when it's supposed to be at over 700. That's what it's so supposed it's to be now. at. It's, it's been halved because of this whole thing with Russia and us needing to alleviate <coughs> so, like the cost. The, of- yes, so even them dumping half of our strategic oil reserve has has really uh, now gas it, it made gas it was it was a little lower it was it was you know back to low fours but now it's back up over five dollars a gallon so really you didn't fucking do much but what, what would in the, the long other run. What, what would the other option be like what do you do you just buy from i mean obviously you don't buy from that's like russia thing. yeah that's the thing if we would have had the pipe yeah, though we, we wouldn't, wouldn't need, be buying it from anybody this wouldn't be a problem if we if we had if he if we had let the pipeline Gotcha. Get get built is because it would have been probably up and Again, running. Not only right would now. our reserves be back up, our country would be having essentially unlimited access yeah, to the we'd fuel. Be, we'd we'd be like a Saudi. We'd be like a fucking Middle Eastern country essentially. Because yeah. uh, during the last administration left, we were the number one provider of oil in the world. And as soon as uh, what's his name came into power, we're no longer a provider. We went to the D to a not even one. So now we're a we're a consumer essentially yeah. of it. Mm. I don't know anything about that. I mean, I don't know a lot either, but you know, that's that's about it, what I know. But yeah, I mean it's crazy how how all that shit works. And you know, what's what's gonna what's gonna happen when well, now there's an issue and the strategic oil reserve is like basically super low mm. and we need to use it. Okay, it's going to go. Obviously, it's going to go for military use because that's probably if something happens, that's where it's going to need to go. And how you know how quickly are they going to blow through 346 well, million barrels? Well, we're, we're supposedly in the middle of making a deal with Saudi Arabia where we're going to tell them, all right, we'll give you the military support you want, all this, this, and this. Stop fucking with our gas prices. Stop dealing with China. Economically and militaristically, and like all, we're we put out a bunch of terms, and it looks like they're going to agree. But the problem is going to be if Congress is going to approve it. I don't know. Is is Saudi Arabia part of OPEC though? I'm pretty sure they're aren't they like the leader of it. I don't know. I think it's because like the Central American countries and like Russia. Yeah, the BRICS deal. It's like not Ecuador, Venezuela, Russia. Is like India or Pakistan in it too? Yeah, India is in in it because it's it's. You're talking about it's Brazil. Right? No, no, no. I was talking about BRICS. The 
Oh, OPEC okay. is yeah. It's so OPEC is. I'm I'm looking to see. Okay, member countries. So, uh, it's got Iraq, Qatar, Indonesia, Libya, the United Arab Emirates, which is Saudi Arabia, Algeria, Nigeria. Esco, uh, that's for that's for OPEC. Yeah, Ecuador. Some place I don't know. Some place I don't know. I don't know it in Congo. <laughs> Yeah, so if you read at the top of that page, it's yeah, it's it's Iran, Iraq, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, and Venezuela, which those are the countries that were like. Can you imagine that, dude? Like the smaller, like Congo, With Congo. Like just thinking about it, like OPEC being like this gang and shit, and then like Russia's kind of like the the six foot two, <laughs> fucking three hundred pound, like fucking uh, meathead, and then you have like the Congo, who's also part of the gang, and they're like the smallest part. They're like. <laughs> So basically, when like Russia would make a threat, they're like, "Oh yeah, well, you think you're gonna be able to get away with not paying our prices? Like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead and find out where you can get your other oil sources." And then like you know, Congo comes in, he's like, "Yeah, bitch, like, <laughs> like a little hype man." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Yeah, motherfucker, where are you gonna get that shit? Can you imagine like, that shit? We like get the, it from the Congo, yeah, like, like the the moon, the, the moon and night. Yeah, yeah. You're like, don't raise the gas price. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> what was it a?" Uh, yeah, can you imagine that shit? Like for all this time, Russia's been looked at the big bully, the fucking jock, and like you got Congo with his little hype man, Belarus. <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah, that's right. Go fuck up that special needs kid. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> special needs kids got heads. <laughs> all right. Damn. Um, what what uh back back to the psyops thing real quick. Uh, what what else do you think is the psyop? Well, you know, dude, after I find out about that fucking got milk shit, anything could be a fucking psyop. I mean, that is true, man. That shit is fucking ridiculous. Milk? Yeah, you you know about that? You don't remember? Okay, you remember those whole milk got milk? milk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so did you ever like wonder why there's yeah, who no like, like who who is that? Who made that? There was no milk company that was associated with did it. Did they say Altadena or anything no, like that? It just it was just got milk. And it's paid for by I don't know some something it was like so, some agency. It was an agency, yeah, that was and funded by the government. So it turned out that that agency was actually funded by the government to to get people to drink more milk or consume more dairy products more dairy because products, we had an overload. The government it. had a they had a huge fucking surplus because they were subsidizing the dairy farmers, and they the government basically would buy all of their excess fucking stuff. So they had like I don't know fucking a hundred million tons of fucking cheese. Oh, oh, well, that that actually happened recently, didn't it? There was farm. They like uh, during during the pandemic. There wasn't like there was too much milk being produced. Mm. Uh, there was something about a food shortage for like the cows, so they killed the cows. So there and was then like they a, had too much. There was too much meat, and then they also made too much milk. So yeah, that's what happened in um or something like that. I can't remember exactly. Well, that's what, what happened was, yeah. in World War Two. We yeah. were. When we entered the fray, we subs- we told the good farmers, "Hey, pump it up." Start, and um, that's that's when farmers were able to become just dairy farmers instead of being like, "Oh, we have the animals that can make the manure, so we can make our crops." No, we don't even fucking need crops because we're making bank off of just dairy products. Yeah. Uh, so they, what they were doing was they were just dumping milk daily. Well, yeah, because they didn't. They didn't. Yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't. They it was were just going to go sell bad. It. They yeah. were going to sell it. I'm saying that's what yeah. happened in. So you're saying that because yeah. it, that's what happened in World War II. We told them, hey, ramp up production because not only do we got to start feeding the American people again, we got to feed Europe. Yeah. And then after World War II ended, we no longer had to feed Europe, but they were still producing the same fucking amount of numbers. Yeah. 
So we we literally have cheese vaults all around the United States. Cheese vaults. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a dream. Well, that's right? where that whole like the whole phrase, the government cheese, because then yeah. we would give it away as like cheese. Yeah, that was them giving yeah. away oh, wow. literally cheese to help people eat. Yeah. So then that's when they created, you know, this this agency. And that was their marketing campaign was Got Milk was to get people to drink and eat more milk and dairy products. The four the four basic food groups is a psyop. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is definitely a psyop. And like, fucking, again, I know like you yeah. mentioned him, but fucking the fat electrician said it best. <clears throat> there is a man out there ahead of, that's ahead of this program whose sole purpose in this job, which he makes millions of dollars a year doing this job, is to convince the American people that cheese is awesome. <laughs> Well, it is. Like going, yeah, that is my fucking dream job. <laughs> That's a pretty easy fucking job. I mean, so you know, there's something I want to talk about. Uh, you ever heard of the M50? The M50? I think that's what it's called. Is, that like a is it a gun? No, it's a tank. Or they can't call it a tank, but you know, like, you know how they are. It's an all-terrain vehicle. Oh man, that's pretty sweet. If it is, I like all-terrain vehicles. No, it's not called the M50. Oh, is it a Humvee? No, it, it, I, I would call it a tank, but you know. Yeah. Now, now I'm trying to think of what. Yeah, what else do you think it might be a psyop? While Frank's looking that up, I think movies are a psyop. Oh, of course, Hollywood. I feel like well, Hollywood Top is Gun, definitely. Top Gun was made yeah. by the U.S. Navy. Yeah, Top, Top Gun is a fucking psyop. Well, not that. Like, I, uh, I feel like certain things are released to ease people into ideas uh-huh. about like what what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. Like the Terminator movie coming out in the 90s, that was 30 years before, like we had all this shit. Yeah. And now we're like, we're entering. We're living that. it. But but <laughs> we already experienced that. Like we were already horrified in the, the 90s, right? Yeah. But it's like, oh, well, that time has passed and like we're desensitized to it. So now when it actually does come uh, yeah, through. Yeah, I found it. So do you think that the, okay, so like let's just Terminator, for example. Do you think that 30 years ago or whatever, people have seen it, we've watched it, we've been terrified of it, desensitized, whatever, but now that we're going through this time where potentially that like is somewhat of a possibility, potentially, do you think that influences the decision of people to not do that, to not pull the button, push the button, or to not fucking launch the nukes when it comes time to do it because of they remember, oh shit, man, well, we've seen this play out kind of before. I feel like I feel like it's both sides because I think there's people that are embracing it. Mm-hmm. The, obviously, the people that want to make money, like with AI art, like right. Somebody was telling me that they went to Comic Con, uh-huh. and this woman that had a booth, uh, <clears throat> he went to her booth, yeah, and he's like, "Oh, the art's kind of cool." And then he like he looked at the print because he she he couldn't buy it in person. Like she she was gonna mail it to him because he. She she didn't know if she was gonna finish it before the con was over. Oh, I got you. So then he gets it. He's like, "Oh, this is kind of like, like ass. weird. Mm-hmm. Like this is weird. Like the background's kind of weird." Well, anyways, it turns out it was AI art. Okay. Fuck, she didn't even draw it herself. And when he was, he said when he was talking to her that she seemed like uh, skittish. Uh-huh. And it turns out, like on social media, she got called out for doing AI art. Everybody was shitting. She actually does real art, but she just kind of... I don't know why she ended up... Maybe, she, a, maybe she, she got fucking too overwhelmed or something, you know? And who the fuck knows what the reason was? Maybe she was just trying to make a quick buck. But anyways, she she basically said she, doesn't, she didn't know if she was going to make it to, like, Sunday... 
because she was she thought she was gonna I, I guess my friend was thinking that the reason she wasn't gonna be there tomorrow is because they were already on to her. Oh. So that was kind of interesting. But so then she mailed him an AI art. How much did he pay for it? Just out of curiosity. I don't know. It was like forty bucks or thirty bucks. Oh, man, what was it of? Just, just. Is, I don't. I don't. You know, you didn't. I didn't, I didn't know. You. But no. anyways, but um. So there's people that are like embracing it for like profit yeah. and shit, or there's people that use ChatGPT to uh, make their lives like the quality easier. of life yeah. easier. Um, and then there's just staunch people that are against it, like that work at Google that said that there's some, and I don't know if that's actually the case. Like I can't, I can't say if that's a case or not, but, uh, you know, there's developers at Google where they're saying that there's somebody that there's they have a self-aware G- AI, right? They have a self-aware AI or whatever. I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, there's that too. So, um, and it wants to like kill everybody, right? Or some shit. I don't know if it wants to kill everybody, but, um, and who, who knows if we're actually there because like chat GPT itself is something that is, uh, it's not perfect. Right. But, right. but it's like the beginning stages of, of where we're going. But yeah. again, like we've talked about this before, like the MIT shit freaks me out, dude. Like the fact that they're making robotics that like, that are fucking dogs, like robotic dogs that can, ha- that, oh, can yeah. that can handle like all terrains. Like, yeah, ugh, it just make, it gives me metal. <laughs> it makes, it gives me like metal gear. They already, solid yeah, four they, already, they already made a variant that had a sniper rifle on its back. Oh, so I'm just thinking yeah. like that. The MIT is basically developing the same. If you watch, I don't want to say, ugh, man. Okay. It's cause like Oppenheimer is mm. kind of that. Cause they, they basically had all the colleges working together to make right, the, yeah. the bomb. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like MIT is going to do the exact same thing. Maybe they're do it. They're doing it for sci- scientific advancement, but it's going to get weaponized at some point. Right. Well, that's one of the things that's that the, that's the thing that Milit- drives invention basically is they create something for a militaristic purpose and then they essentially adapt it for civilian use. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of the technology, I mean, a lot of the technology that has come in, like with aircraft technology, just in general, has started out as a military technology, and then it eventually, later down years later, came out as a in a, in a civilian format for you know civilian aircraft or yeah. whatever. Like, and so I I understand both cases for why we wouldn't want to go the AI route right. or why we should. There's people that, like like I said, they, they find purpose in it. They, they use it for their quality of life. And there's other people that have concerns that it's it's too much all at once. Yeah. And I'm kind of in that camp, but also kind of like, kind of like chat, chat GPT. Yeah. Uh, but also like with, with <laughs> quantum computing coming into the fold. Right. To do complex calculations. Like, who knows what that'll do in the... And then no, there was, like... They, whole, said, they even said the first country that's, that comes out with quantum computer uh, is going to become a devastating power. Yeah, dude. Because that means, like, you can do... They said, like, um, to hack into the U.S., to the Pentagon, to the U.S., would take someone 50 years. Mm-hmm. It would take quantum computing less than a minute. Yeah. And yeah, it's crazy. Quantum computing sounds like so fucking wild because you're talking about like really strange shit. Like mm-hmm. you're talking about talking about computers at a fundamental level because it's usually ones and zeros, right? Right. Yeah. But in quantum like mechanics, you need to be somewhere in between zero and one. Like you, if you observe it, it becomes one or zero. And like when you do a computation or I don't remember exactly how it was, but the computation has to be done between 
that space of zero and one because if you observe it it changes right like dude it's it's like the most wild shit but anyways i think the summation of like quantum computing and what it'll do like i think it's just going to be one of those things where we ask a question with like with ai added on to it right. we'll be like how do we get to fucking how do we get to mars tell us exactly how to do it like and it'll be like oh, yeah yeah it'd be like I'd maybe, maybe I'm, i might be exaggerating but like certainly i don't know you I can th- ask really complex questions yeah. and then get a fucking answer within who knows like days or I mean, hours you can kind of already i mean not necessarily to go that far with it but you can kind of already do that with the the amateur version of the chat gpt you can ask it a question it'll give you a step-by-step plan of how to do whatever the fuck it is you're asking right now if you add in quantum computing with an AI that's fully not self-aware, but fully capable, I guess, man, that, that could just, you you could open the realm for all kinds of crazy ass possibilities because then we no longer have to rely on human ingenuity or human error because this thing's just going to figure it out. Yeah. And like, uh, some kind of scientific advancement happened and I don't know, it was something about semiconductors that it's we've achieved like the next thing. Uh-huh. We're not not the exact the next thing, but we've we've tested something and it, it's worked once. Like now we need to repeat it on multiple occasions right, to, yeah. to really test if it actually is, is good is to thing, go. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna have to look that up later. But if you guys want to carry the conversation now, all right, we'll, we'll we'll come back to this while you're looking it up. But what was that? What was that M50 thing you were that you found, Frank? Uh, the M50 Antos. What is it? The M50 Antos. Let me see. Jesus Christ, that's six barrel fucking tank ca- gauss gun? guns. They're not cannons. They're gauss guns. Jesus Christ. So and so, this thing is fucking amazing. It was meant to be an anti tank vehicle. All right. <clears throat> uh, so it's six bazookas. Uh huh. In a moderately armored vehicle. It's fast. The only issue with it, they had two issues with it. Uh-huh. One, they can't aim it. Right. Six fucking barrels. Yeah. And two, you have to you have to reload it from the outside. Oh, that sucks. So the army said no. And the Marine Corps said we're getting shot at already anyway. What, what, what difference does it make? What does it make that we're reloading the fucking bazooka cannon? These bazookas outside. He goes. Oh, and and the way they solved the aiming issue is probably the greatest fucking thing I have ever heard in my fucking life. Each barrel has a 50 cal machine gun on it with tracer rounds. They keep firing the gun until all the tracers are hitting where they want to hit, and, and then, then they, they fire the bazookas. Nice. Oh, that's sweet. So you're going to basically just wipe out any fucking infantry that happened to be in the area or anyone that's outside of whatever tank you're trying to hit is just going to get just fucking obliterated mm-hmm. by 50 cal round for 50 cal tracer rounds yeah and, and then so, once they all converge that's it you're dead yeah so this thing was so effective it was being used it was started being used in vietnam uh-huh. now people were saying uh according to the uh what's his name the statistician he was talking mm-hmm. about this the main concern people had was oh the vietnamese don't have tanks what the hell is the fucking point of these things uh-huh. they made a special round for this gun mm-hmm. Which fired first? Uh, it was a flechette round. Flechette round. Oh, yeah. Now each one was able to fire like ten thousand flechette rounds. God damn! There's six of them. 
That's crazy, man. It's 60,000 fucking... Yeah, so when the trees started talking, they weren't talking anymore. <laughs> and so the Vietnamese learned about... This thing was so devastating that when they saw the Marine Corps convoy had these things in there, they would not... They, they just fucked straight off? They wouldn't ambush them or anything. Damn. And there was the one convoy they had in the city. They were... Uh, the guy said, it's funny. They would... Aim the turrets, you know, with the fifty cal, right? Yeah, into the fucking building, and the Vietnamese knew they already knew. Oh shit! The fifty cal started. Fire. They started firing the fifty cal. Now they stopped. We know what's coming next, and it was. They say it was literally like rats leaving a building on fire. Because no, that's it. That they, they don't want. They don't want to be part of the fucking cannons firing on the fucking building. That they, they yeah. would just risk open fire and to, to get out of the fucking building. Damn, that's crazy. Try to guess who made that. What company? Mm-hmm. No, just what group oh. of people. Um, what do you mean, like? I don't understand. What do you mean, like? What so who do you people? think made it? I mean, we the Ameri- America. Yeah, but what specifically brand of people? Um, fucking some kind of scientists, I guess. I don't know. Farmers, uh, farmer. Well, what was their initial? Because it's a tracked vehicle. Mm. So they just took a took a fucking John Deere tractor and threw six. No, it was, on it? A, it was I forgot the name of the company is. I don't even think they're around anymore. Mm. Uh, who are they? Let's see. <clears throat> Anyways, while well, Frank's uh, looking that up, still yeah, it was a multiple one hundred six millimeter self propelled. <laughs> God damn. Um. Yeah, Alice Chain. I can't say this name. Really? They're still around. Yeah. Alice Chalmers. Yeah, they're farming. They make farming farming equipment. Huh. So they they came up to them and told them, "Hey, make us a fucking tank that was so." Think about it. You aim it with guns. Yeah. And it's just you. That's just the greatest part of me. Like, you aim this thing with machine gun fire. I mean, that is pretty fucking cool that you could. Say, all right, man. We don't really know exactly how. To, like, we can't get a, a a really decent way to to aim this thing. So instead, we're gonna make it so that it's just gonna have a bunch of machine guns that shoot tracer rounds. And once, like you said, once they all lock on, once they're all shooting at the same area, all right, cool. We're just gonna fucking fire it and see what happens. And that's what they're saying, like, too. Hey, yeah, you have to get outside the tank to reload the gun. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's exposed. We're always exposed in combat, like the the Marine Corps is saying. Right. On top of that, whatever. We just. Keep aiming. <laughs> I mean, that's true. And then if you think about it, too, if you, I mean, if you hit your target, right? Mm-hmm. If you, Let's say that's the thing that's shooting at you. If you hit your target, well, now nothing's shooting at you, so you can safely reload. Mm-hmm. If you're in a multi-tank gunfight, mm-hmm. which I, I don't know if really has actually legitimately happened since... Other than the well, yeah, but other than the original initial invasion of Iraq, the first time in the nineties, there was one. Well, technically, the buffs tank took, took out the tanks. The who? The buffs. Yeah. Because remember, Operation um, I think it was called uh, Senior Surprise or Elder Surprise or something like that. Uh-huh. Dude, fucking great! That's also a fucking great thing. I think it was fourteen buffs. You know what the buff is, right? Yeah. Fucking took off from I think San Diego or some shit mm-hmm. like that. Or, and flew all the way to Iraq. No, refueling in the air. Yeah. Fucking launched their new 
at the time new javelin uh not javelin um cruise missiles yeah they threw out i think it was 800 of those things they destroyed the iraqi um inf- um, um power grid oil grid everything yeah their tanks all that shit and they flew home. They were in the air for 35 straight hours. They were never detected. Not a single one of them was shot down. And they they flew home and landed safely. In the in the video, I saw the guys like, oh, yeah, one of them did have a problem. One of the engines went out. Uh-huh. But it's okay. They had seven more. <laughs> so who gives a fuck? Which well, is, and they're saying this is why the buff has a 90-year service life left in it. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's just such a such a great strategic fucking bomber, I guess, or for lack of a better term. Well, I mean, that's what it's called. But I, yeah, that that. But I was saying, I don't think a tank, a sustained multi tank battle, has actually happened since there was that one in the original '90s Gulf War. Mm-hmm. I think there was one. I mean, we wiped the floor with them, but. Really, I don't know if they actually ever returned fire. I'm not 100% sure about that. But yeah, there really hasn't been any major tank battles since World War II. So if you've got this fucking this thing, you're basically going against one fucking other tank, mostly at any given time. <laughs> now, granted, if you were in a multi-tank battle, yeah, but you would have to again, be there, worried about... There's infantry is what they're talking about. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Well, infantry, but... I mean, you got machine gun. You got six fucking machine guns going off. I mean, that's what he's saying. We'll just keep aiming. Yeah, just, just keep, I mean, Christ, how many fucking uh, tra- I mean, because they're all just shooting all tracer rounds anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. Listen, man, I've I've seen some videos of of people getting hit by tracer rounds. Man, those things fuck you up probably worse than actually getting hit with an actual round because <laughs> then it not only does it like it's not going fast enough, so it doesn't it doesn't actually penetrate you like that but it's on fire so (laughs) once it hits you it's it like it fucks you up man it's fucking brutal Mm -hmm. but anyway did you uh did you find what you were looking up over there i just i was looking at quantum computing because uh just to make sure i wasn't talking out of my ass but uh yeah i I imagine it's like trying to prevent myself from sneezing yeah but uh why i'm not do you uh do you think that all right, so okay, you know how kind of to tie it into the psyops thing. Can you know how there's there's this talk of okay, all this crazy AI and all this crazy shit and all this quantum computing? Do you think some of that shit is shit that someone just fucking made up and it's a psyop to make people think to make the Russians or to make the Chinese or whoever think, oh man, we got to start looking into this quantum computing? But really, it's a red herring. It doesn't fucking exist and it's it's just bullshit. <laughs> and we're just making making them fucking spin their wheels instead of inventing actual things that could fucking help. I don't know, man, because there's there's a whole oh, good. No, I was gonna say just because to me, obviously, it's that old saying about it's science that is not understood is fucking just magic, right? It's that to me that just it seems like it's just fucking magic. There's you know. I think fucking, uh, I don't know, some fucking comedian says that there's a joke about how, oh, man, like my cell phone, right? Oh, I, there, there could be little fucking elves every time I take a picture inside there for, for all I know. And I hit the button and there's little elves that are drawing the fucking image and then it shows up onto the screen. Which, hey, it's kind of true because you think about it when some some uh, when some company has a chat bot on their website, uh-huh. it could just be somebody sitting on the other side of a computer. Sure, yeah, actually just, talking to you, just making up bullshit fucking answers. So... You know, yeah, that very well could be a thing. So, but I mean, I don't know if it's a psyop, but what could be done with AI as far as like art and some, there was some girl, mm-hmm. she made a post on Reddit about how her photo, she somebody stole her photo uh-huh. and they, <laughs> this, 
this pervert basically took her head and like or took her image and said, make me make me a nude photo of this one of this lady. Yeah. So imagine what like that could be done with videos. Like, That's true. Create, well, AI generated video that already and, exists in pictures to where like it it looks exactly like the person. Yeah. Like you. A person could like tarnish somebody's image or like say they committed a crime when they in fact didn't. But right. There's video proof, quote unquote. Like, yeah. That's just wild. Dude. Like, that, uh, I, that's the so, future. We're so, that, so those deep fake videos yeah. or whatever, I mean, those look fucking good. Yeah. The the early ones that we got to see, right? Those looked fucking good. The voices, the only thing that was like the voice and the and the, the mouth didn't quite match up. You could tell there was something a little bit off. But that was, I mean, those things came out, what, like seven, eight years ago? So just imagine how much time has progressed because that was all open source fucking technology. So just imagine how it's progressed since these assholes, you know, people got a hold of it and it's probably gotten even better. And now you combine it with the power potentially of AI and you could just, yeah, tell some AI, hey, uh, make me a video, like you said, of, of this person. Make me a video of Frank fucking murdering uh, uh, a dog. And then he it does it. And then I go turn it into the pigs. And then they say, oh, man, Frank here, he murdered this fucking dog. We got to take him to jail forever for this. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. It's interesting to think about. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, what else you got, Frank? You got anything else over there? Yep. I was gonna say religion is a psyops. Oh, that's yeah. One 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 thing that like kind of I don't know what it is about Christianity, Judaism, Islam that kind of like freaks me out. Uh, the fact that they all worship the same God. Well, there's that. <laughs> yeah, but whether any of those things are true, like let's just say it's not. Exactly. But these people are instigating like the end of the world. To say that the final final judgment, judgment is going to happen when when the Middle East all hell breaks right. loose in the Middle East, and let's say like none of these people actually exist, like Jesus or or Muhammad um, or Muhammad or, 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 or Moses or, or Moses, like none of those people actually exist, but they self fulfilled it. Like that that shit that's shit that's well, kind of wild. One of the things I do think that that could be a essentially a self fulfilling prophecy in the terms of the Middle East being the catalyst for the end of the world, the destruction of the world. Because if you look at humanity over the last, whatever, several thousand years, if you look at just since Judaism, Christianity and Islam have existed, how many fucking times have we fought major wars? I mean, the crusade, the, all the crusades and shit in the middle East. And so I think, and those were literally world ending fucking world war two itself. It's like Hitler was, well, I mean, he he blames the Jews or whatever. So it's like that was kind of a focal point in World War Two is like and exterminating Japan, Jews. Japan, no, sorry, Japan believed that they had a God-given right to all these uh, areas. Right. Honestly, t- to be honest, I-, I do think that religion has basically been probably the worst thing mankind has fucking either has created or come up with. Have you seen the Kardashians? In oh no, nah, man, I they, the Kardashians haven't done shit. In terms of it's as a pair compared to religion, and everybody talks all this shit about oh man, guns are the biggest killer. This is drugs are the biggest killer. No, no, no. Religion is the number one fucking murderer of man in in all of history. I get what you're saying. I would say it's number two. What's number one then? Money. Yeah. All right. That's fair. What controls religion? That's fair. Or does or does religion control money? No, because money isn't going to churches asking for help. Church is going around asking people for money. 
Yeah, but it's it's God's written on all the money, right? In God we trust, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then what does it do? It comes right back around again. It comes right back around. Go ahead, Adam. So one thing I found really weird is like mm-hmm. in the Bible, there's certain things in the Bible that like are concerning, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> one of them being that, you know, Middle East kind of being the focal point for hotbed yeah or like because a lot of evangelists like the televangelists too right they're like oh the world's gonna end and the middle east is gonna be the the jumping <sighs> point or the catalyst <sighs> i guess right? they're always talking about the end yeah jehovah's witnesses they try to predict predict the, the end of times like on three separate occasions right wrong but there's like a part in the bible like in, i think it's in genesis Maybe it isn't, but Adam and Eve have, is it Cain and Abel? Yeah. Adam and Eve have Cain Cain and Abel. And in the the Bible, Cain kills Abel. Right. And then God punishes him to walk the earth and he's not supposed to have any contact with humans. And if anybody, if anybody attacks him, then his death will come back sevenfold to the person that killed him. Right. So I, in that instance, I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Cause like when you think about like how much humanity has grown and if, if like if Jews and Muslims and Christians all believe in God or whatever. Right. And we've been in all these wars, like uh, like when we were in the Middle East, we were fighting ISIS. Right. Like, do you imagine how many people fucking died because of that? Like, oh yeah, where where we instigated something, and it came back sevenfold to us with nine eleven, and then we 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 went back over there, brought it sevenfold to them. We, we brought it sevenfold to them, and then they fucking brought it back to us. And I don't, I don't like you know what you see where I'm, yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. going with it. Like that, like it is poetic in that that vein of the bible that right that every time that we instigate war with somebody else like it comes back fucking worse right yeah no i mean that is true it does do that and and going back to the 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 whole let's, let's just analyze the whole you know self-fulfilling prophecy aspect of this because if you really think about the middle east in general and you look at how many fucking crazy shits have happened there right and throughout history, it's been documented. And what sells, right, is fear. And that's, to me, religion has always been capitalizing on man's biggest fear, which is the unknown, right? That, that's the biggest thing I think that humans have, they fear the unknown. And the one fucking burning desire question that we all have that we will never fucking find the answer to until it happens is what happens when you die, yeah. right? That is the one thing that we fucking don't know. And we won't find out until we actually you know, die. And then obviously we know that there's like, you don't come back from that, at least in any way that we can understand at this point so what does religion do it capitalizes on that fear Mm. and it gets you to say hey there is we got all the answers man you you got a sky daddy not just just that it was also you can also say like it was created in order to keep the weak from being trampled by the strong right i do think that that was something that was definitely a big contributor was okay. Well, if you've got these big fucking brutish dudes, okay, smart guys got to come. They can't compete, right? In, in terms of physicality, so they got to come up with a way to fucking trick these guys. So, how do you control people 
is by telling them you got the answer to what happens to the question that they fear the most is what happens when you die. Oh man, we know. Hey, and 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 God, He's up there, right? But He says you should you shouldn't kill other people. You shouldn't fuck this. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. Okay, cool. Now, now the weak guy has a has a position of power. Now he becomes a priest, or he becomes the fucking whatever the pope, or fucking some religious leader. And now he's got these big, big, brutally dudes who were just trying to kill him a minute ago and rob him. Well, now, now they're fucking working for him. And now, you know, so they're, they're, okay. So I want to go off on a bit of a tangent. Oh yeah, do it. I always found it weird, like in like primitive societies, that yeah. like the sages or like the people that were considered the wisest were like hermits, because mm-hmm. it seems counterintuitive for somebody to be so experienced in life or to know so many things that they are reclusive. Like they would go into caves and think about like things or whatever. Well, I so, think, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, well, I'm just thinking like um, in most cases, it's not that they weren't. Um, Reclusive, they became reclusive. Once they gained all this knowledge from the world, they realized, fuck the world. I'm going to go hide in my hut for the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, I, I, I do think that that was – I think that's something or, that – maybe they think to them – like they need the time to think to themselves about the things. To process everything. Well, that's what the and monks then come back to them, so like, yeah. And then bring that to the people. Like, yeah, yeah, that's how you become quote-unquote wise because you can have a shit ton of fucking experiences. In my, in my, This is all my opinion, right? You can have a shit ton of experiences and have a lot of life experience. But if you don't actually sit and reflect upon the lessons and the learned – things that have happened to you, you can't then give that knowledge out back to people, right? Therefore you're you're you've you've lived a lot of life, but you're unwise in that sense because you haven't really learned from any of the experiences you've had or you haven't really taken any any lessons from from said experiences. So if you have all these experiences and you can sit down and you can analyze them and and process it and come up with solutions to the to the mistakes that you've made. That's where wis- that's what wisdom is, right? It's essentially learning from from past mistakes or the mistakes of others. Cuz I'm a big believer in you don't necessarily have to be someone that makes the mistake. You you can learn from someone else making the mistake. You see them make that mistake. Oh cool. I I'm not going to do that same thing. You know, I you know that is where wisdom comes from. So I think that the the hermit, the, the typical, I guess it's the stereotype, right, of what a, essentially some sage or like a hermit would be throughout history is someone who is, yeah, like you said, reclusive. But, or, but it's weird because that archetype consists like, or that archetype exists within like the Abrahamic religion. So like Judaism, right. Islam, Christianity, you well, have Muhammad, Moses, you know the guy. The guy seeing the fucking burning bush, right, like yeah, that type of shit. And that's Jesus, gonna be some. Dude, I don't care who you are. You see a talk. You talk to God through a burning bush. You're gonna need some time to reflect on that. <laughs> True. You have Jesus going to the cave for forty days to be resurrected. Resurrect himself. To to, yeah. to, to, to to no. Well, not that. But no, that was there. That for was. like to to fast in order to oh, come to to the go walk through the desert for forty days and forty nights. Talking about that was that. No, was no, that no, no. It's one of. It's, it's it's kind of like um, he's being tempted by the yeah. devil, yeah. and like it's basically him coming to the it's decision similar, that he's going to kill himself for the cross, like to to die oh, for the right. sins of people. Uh-huh. Right? It's similar to um, Hercules' trials. Oh, okay. Um, but it's funny you say that because um, the aspect exists outside of those religions as well. Yeah. Like the way you described it, where it's just somebody who just is reclusive and doesn't have experience. I've seen that in like a lot of un touch tribes in like Africa and Brazil and stuff like that. Well, sorry, not Brazil, but the Amazon. Mm-hmm. Where their shamans don't honestly don't know shit. 
And because even like if you look like the Aztecs, the Indians, the especially in the Come Middle on, East, Native, in, Indians as in India, Native, or Native American, American, Native America, uh. um, and especially the people in the Middle East, their hermit and sages like their knowledge actually contain a lot of fucking um wisdom. I guess you can say it for lack of a better term, mm. like. Sure, their medicine wasn't the fucking the top notch for the Aztec, but they had shit that was just like, oh, that's fucking clever. Like using the bullet ants as switchers. Yeah, just people up, yeah. Stuff like that. And then in the Middle East, they had. A, I mean, I will give the Middle East, their culture is rich in these fucking stories about, you know, like boogeymen and stuff like that. Every culture has that, but theirs are like in depth to the point where it's like, is this really a fairy tale motherfucker at this yeah. point? But at that same point, or like the point I'm trying to make here is like, I don't know if you ever heard of this man. His name was uh, Miyamoto, Mus- Miyamoto Musashi. Yeah. Credited as the last samurai. Look, he was the one that wrote the, the book, the, the book five of Five Rings. rings. Yeah. Uh, I, that's why I'm bringing this up. He started his life as a pauper fucking peasant and decided to fight some guy that was mouthing off. And that started him on the journey of him discovering his own sword style. And this guy fought like, I don't know how many duels, he was like 200 and fucking killed so many people. And in his later years, he reflected on himself. He literally, in the one of the books is called, one of the chapters I think was called Reflections, where he reflects on his life and he realizes he everything he learned, he compress it into the um the that what was the name of the sword the heavily two winds whatever because he had two swords and at that point he makes a change in his life he stops accepting duels he stops fighting people he realizes that there's no glory in taking life there's glory in teaching there's glory in um passing on what you learn and he starts reflecting and that's when he writes the book is when he's reflecting on himself so again, he's not worldly in the fact that he didn't leave Japan, but he's worldly in the fact that he traveled Japan. He learned all across the land and then compressed it into one single ideology. And this book has been translated into, you know, a self-help book, into business strategy book. It's been translated into multiple ways that can be used across different forms of um let's say. Well, it can be used across different mediums, I guess. Mediums, there you go. Because the knowledge worked because he it worked in different ways because he experienced life in different ways mm-hmm. and came back to himself within that self. So that's why I feel like when you say you're a hermit or a sage, that's what I see. That's what I imagine is somebody who has learned throughout his travels, not because somebody that stayed stationary, someone that became stationary because they have to reflect on yourself. Mm. So when people say, oh, back to your point about, like, you know, it's funny, the hermits and sages are always sedentary. I don't, I think they became sedentary. They don't, they aren't always sedentary, is what I'm saying. It was my point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Yeah, and then if you kind of piggyback to on that a little bit with the with the the knowledge or the worldly whatever you want to call it, you know, look at the, the, the Art of War by Sun Tzu, right? That book has been 
used the lessons from that book have been used in in many different fashions that had nothing to do with warfare that you know people use it in business people use it in you know at school people use it in you know whatever their everyday lives those uh lessons that were learned you know thousand years ago or whatever an hour long ago that thing was written and so i i don't know if sun tzu was necessarily a a hermit or a, a, well, a sage or whatever but well, there's theories that he wasn't even a real person true it might not have been but the lessons are still someone wrote them someone someone went through and figured out okay man i i learned all these things and now i gotta sit down and i gotta i gotta reflect on it and i have to parse that knowledge down into something that's understandable or digestible to others and then put it put it out because that's that's what they wanted to do so i don't know i think that's interesting the 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 point you brought up about musashi though Mm -hmm. what else what else you got that, that what was, was our original point we were talking about with this? no 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 like the, the thing that got us going down the Musa- no, the, I don't want him to go on a tangent about, oh about uh, the sages that's yeah. what he was talking about yeah or just people no. like uh, the, 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 wise, the wise men the old like wise men yeah of like society or like, not even old just why the wise men of <clears throat> the wise men or women of society so I, I mean say, like back in ancient times those people had to been revered man well, like if you yeah, look at yeah. okay, look at like uh, Socrates or Plato, right? Those those philosopher type dudes from the Greek and Roman whatever period. Huh. Um, so a lot of the, what, what's his name? The one guy, I think his name was Dionysus or something Dionysus, like that. Yeah, he he's got a lot of fucking hilarious, you know, fucking quotes and shit. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but he's got a lot of weird, you know, things. But that guy, I think, was kind of a, a loner type individual. And I don't know about the other ones. I don't know enough about them to, to, to comment one way or the other, but it would be interesting to see. Like Benjamin Franklin was kind of like that too. He was right. Somebody that was like an inventor. I don't know if he actually married or anything. But he in got around. Later, he got yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. He loved French horrors. That's what I, I remember that from reading, <laughs> reading some book about him. <laughs> like he, any chance he got, he was literally the ambassador to France mm-hmm. and he would fucking just go. All the time, and just 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 go to French whorehouses and just have a fucking blast. And I'm sure it was amazing. I'm sure it was because I mean, shit, dude, that guy is like pecking the fucking probably, 1700s, man. Probably fucking dabbing up the French, like, man, we got you. Like, you guys helped us out in you know the revolutionary revolutionary war. Yeah, we got you against England because we fuck we fucked those motherfuckers up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think my parents are gonna ground me? Credit zero GPA point two eight. <laughs> Salute this future marine. That's a pretty funny meme. Future marine. Yeah. <laughs> like we're talking, we're talking this with Josh's too. Um, we're talking about this a while back. Like that men don't have. Like what's the men's version of the male version of? Fuck it, I'm gonna become a stripper. And then we realize, like, yeah, I think fuck it, I'm I gonna think join, the join, the, join the marine corps specifically. Fucking, I think. fucking hitting the gym. <laughs> yeah, being a gym rat. Welcome to the gym. Yeah, like I, I love that meme, dude. It's like anytime a girl breaks up with you, welcome to the gym. It's, there's brother. a guy standing there with a towel <laughs> saying, "Welcome to the gym." <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if I have anything else to add, but I was just gonna say this real quickly because yeah. we're talking about like societies and shit, and yeah, yeah. like the re- it's really interesting, like to think for our species that we're able to pass down knowledge, it, right? I mean, I mean, like. Early on, it was through pictographs or it was through oral history or like right. storytelling, right? Yeah. Octopuses, I think I'm afraid of them. Uh-huh. I think they're like one of the most amazing creatures on this planet. 
and they can do like all kinds of amazing shit, like open complex mm. puzzles yeah. or do stuff like that. They have like chromatophores that allow them to change their colors and blend in. Like how come yeah. we don't have that shit, but mm, true, but they're not social amongst themselves. Like in the way that like maybe a gorilla would be to another gorilla. Yeah. Um, you know, like the way that they can, the way that they can see another gorilla, like using a tool and then like another one will be like, Oh, like, oh, that's how you open a banana or whatever the fuck it is. Right. Like, octopuses don't have that. Like, they fucking... They exist. They breed. And then as soon as they breed, they have the kid, they have their children. And to prevent themselves, to prevent themselves from eating their own young, they fucking die. But, like, that's that's it. Like, that's their life. Damn. And they don't, they don't pass on knowledge. They don't do anything... But they're well, fucking amazing creatures, dude. Well, there's evidence to suggest that um, in the animal kingdom that genetics might actually be the way that they transmit knowledge. Like genetic memory? Yeah. Okay, so that's that's something I don't understand either. For like for a chicken mm-hmm. or even like just like any animal to have like motherly instincts, like if it's a female fucking animal that they already know what to do without having any other information. Like if they're deserted by their own parents and all that shit, like that they know what to do if they end up fucking another cat or another chicken or a rooster or whatever, (laughs) that they end up breeding and like they already know what to do. Right. With no prior knowledge or anything like that's that shit's wild, dude. Yeah, that is that that does. I mean, to me, that does suggest there is some some validity to that theory of whatever it is genetic, some sort of genetic imprinting in in memory, and then that also then makes you because th- there's been there's been talk kind of going back to the quantum computing thing about like memory is that th- that they can make a living computer essentially where it has. DNA and it's it's not a living thing technically but it's it's a genetic it, everything's done through genetics or whatever and then that is the ultimate I mean I don't think that's faster than quantum computing but I mean that's a very fast way to transmit information and it's like almost because if you stored things in genetic memory you'd have a very small device that could hold multiple millions of terabytes of in information like yeah to have a sequence mean like this is how you this is how you <clears throat> hunt and kill right, the yeah. food, and then like another then, sequence would be something else. Like, and then there's millions of strands of that, right? And like, then it, yeah. and then it also then begs the, begs the question of okay, like the Matrix, right? Okay, he learned how to do fucking kung fu by them inserting code. They just shot some code inside of him, right? And he learned how to. Fu- okay, so could you then theoretically, if genetic memory is a thing, could you then get a, a shot of some gene- of the genetic code that tells you, okay, now you know how to do kung fu, or now you now you don't have cancer anymore, or now you don't have this, or you don't have that, yeah, right? Gene editing exists, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, but that's like editing or whatever. But I'm just saying, is there is that the future of oh, one day we'll just be oh cool you 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 got sick or you got what okay you got COVID or whatever the new fucking thing is oh cool you get this you get this shot yeah. and now you don't have it anymore you have AIDS yeah oh you got AIDS oh yeah nah here nah, here's the no AIDS that, shot that would be What's, crazy because that because that means that like if we had. Um, like DNA sequencing or like nanites of DNA, right, DNA yeah. you find where the thing is that went wrong, like that gave you AIDS. Yeah. And you just take that part out, you edit it out, and then you just insert it. Like 
if there was some kind of intelligence within like the right. the vaccine itself, like that it's able to do that, that shit would be wild. Well, if, I mean, if well, you look at cellular, and again, we're not fucking scientists, we're not, but the Central Unintelligence yeah. Podcast. Let me remind you that we're stupid. Yeah, we're, we're fucking idiots. But if you look at cellular communication, right? I mean, that does exist. Cells within our own body communicate and transmit data and messages to each other in one fashion or another. So if you could theoretically program program some cells to do a certain thing and go do it in your body. I mean that, you know, shit, that's how you cure fucking diseases right there, I guess. And I'm sure there are much smarter people than us fucking talking, figuring this shit out. There was that one guy that who had Alzheimer's, Mm -hmm. but he used the Alzheimer's to forget that he had Alzheimer's and regained all his memories. (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. That can't be true. I don't know if it's true or not, but I, it keeps popping up on my. Either feed. way, that's still hilarious. So <laughs> that that is, that is a funny fucking. That's a good meme. That kind of that's kind of what happens in the the Watchmen series on HBO. Uh-huh. Doctor Manhattan forces himself to to forget who he is because he is like basically a god. Yeah, he's like, oh, I just want to be human. So um, if something bad actually happens, like I have this thing in my brain. That you're gonna stick in there so that I give myself amnesia about right. the fact that I'm, and then the, the the thing ends up happening that in order to save the world, like he needs to come back and, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. sex machina. Yeah, basically. HBO HBO uh, series, the Watchmen series. Go check that out. It's just as good as the Watchmen book. I didn't think it was gonna be that good, so check that shit out if you if you haven't. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe maybe listen to a review on the Game Rage Movies TV podcast uh, that'll probably be coming soon, eventually. Um, anyways, you guys got any? I mean, we've been going for an hour and a half. You guys got anything else? Oh no, that's fucking gold. We're good. Yeah, that's good. You're good. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening so far to us ramble about uh, dumb shit that we don't know anything about. And remember, uh, these are the opinions of idiots, and we don't know jack shit. So please. and un- uneducated. Don't forget uneducated uneducated, unintelligent, dumb fucks that don't know anything. So please do not take anything that we say. That's true. Largely for its uh, entertainment value, nothing else. Yes, that, that's exactly what I was trying to say in a very long-winded way. It is just for entertainment value. Please do not take anything we say as actual Except fact. Except anything about American superiority. That's all true. Yeah, that's true. That's the one thing we do know about. So anyways, all right. Well, thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. was the latest episode of the Central Unintelligence Podcast. Don't forget, subscribe and like on Instagram and TikTok at Game Rage Magazine. We're also on Twitter slash X at Game Rage Mag. Also our website, www.gameragemagazine.com.